From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It's Thursday, November 9th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. After Ohio voters approved a constitutional amendment ensuring access to abortion and other forms of reproductive health care on Tuesday, some are wondering if that's the end of the debate. ONN's Kevin Landers reports from the State House on what's next for abortion opponents in the state. Expect more legal challenges from pro-life supporters who continue to fight against abortion. Issue 1 will go into effect in 30 days, but Republican leaders continue to go on the attack and plan to ask the Ohio Supreme Court to enforce a ban on doctors performing abortions after embryonic cardiac activity, also known as the heartbeat law. Here's a look at other challenges we could see from Issue 1, a ban on dilation and evacuation abortions and Ohio's 24-hour waiting period after the patient's initial appointment. Reporting from the State House, Kevin Landers. Issue 1 passed with a majority of 50% plus 1. Ohio Republicans tried to raise the threshold to 60%, but voters rejected that idea during the August special election. Recreational marijuana will soon become legal in the state of Ohio after Issue 2 was passed by voters, but there are a lot of questions about the next steps. ONN's Colin Dorsey in Columbus has more. It takes 30 days for that to go into effect. So we're talking about December 7th when recreational marijuana becomes legal in the state of Ohio. The first dispensary licenses will be handed out sometime next year, six to nine months from now, and medical dispensaries will get first dibs on those recreational dispensary licenses. As for what people can do come December, it opens up the ability to grow your own plants. People can have up to six plants per person or up to 12 per household. In Columbus, Colin Dorsey. Lawmakers at the State House who are against recreational marijuana could try to pass measures to water down the law or even repeal it. In Akron, a woman was sentenced yesterday for a car crash that killed her son and her nephew during a funeral procession. Here's ONN's Stephanie Haney in Cleveland. Last October, when Tanika Allen's car crashed into another car, her 12-year-old son Tamar and 6-year-old nephew Travond Walker were both hanging out of the window. They were thrown from the car and died from their injuries. Allen was sentenced to four years and nine months in prison. This was after pleading guilty to charges including aggravated vehicular homicide and endangering children. I'm Stephanie Haney. In southwest Ohio, a teenager has been arrested, accused of starting a fire at a Walmart store. ONN's Parker Testa has more on what police are saying. The 15-year-old is charged with aggravated arson, vandalism, and inducing panic after he set a blaze inside the Walmart in Beaver Creek Monday night. The teen acted alone and is now in the Greene County Juvenile Detention Facility. Parker Testa, ONN. A man from the Columbus suburb of Upper Arlington who's charged with sharing child sexual abuse videos took a plea deal that will not require him to register as a sex offender. Philip Copley will instead serve two years of community control. Police say he had more than 100 videos on his phone and computer. The total eclipse of the sun is on Monday, April 8th. And in the heart of the eclipse path, Seneca County in northwest Ohio is anticipating a lot of activity. ONN's John Monk reports. Leaders know many residents will see this event as a money-making opportunity. So the Seneca County General Health District has announced they are now accepting applications for temporary campsite and temporary food service permits for the eclipse. With hotel beds at a premium in this smaller rural community, many landowners are planning on using their property as campsites. Others may want to serve out of a food truck or host a festival over the weekend leading up to the eclipse. I'm John Monk, reporting from Tiffin. 
Frontier Airlines is expanding at Cleveland Hopkins Airport, adding a new crew base that will include hundreds of pilots, flight attendants, and maintenance personnel. Frontier offers 17 nonstop routes from Cleveland. Michigan football is embroiled in a scandal over stealing signs from opponents, but is now accusing Ohio State of doing the same. More from ONN's Tracy Townsend in Columbus. ESPN is reporting that the University of Michigan sent documents to the Big Ten that school officials believe Ohio State gave Michigan's signs to Purdue before the Wolverines and Boilermakers met at last year's Big Ten championship game. Ryan Day strongly denied that his team gave anything to Purdue. Nobody here, you know, uh, did any of that. So, you know, got our compliance people involved uh, and, you know, none of that came back at all. For now, Ryan Day says they are focusing on the next opponent, Michigan State, here at home Saturday night. They say that is the priority. I'm Tracy Townsend. The Ohio University deer population is said to be quite noticeable on the Athens campus. ONN's Brett Wharf has more. October and November are prime breeding months for deer. Ohio University says the deer population on campus does add charm, but they are warning students, faculty, and staff to be aware of a few safety guidelines. The school is reminding everyone that even though deer appear to be gentle, they are wild animals and are very unpredictable. Environmental health officials say if a deer is blocking your path, do what you can to pass as far away and as quickly as possible. Officials also say, despite the temptation, avoid taking selfies with deer. Brett Worf, ONN News, Athens. And Columbus police officer Lauren Foster recently had to deliver a baby in the back of a car. The pregnant woman had just been sent home from the hospital when the time came and her mother-in-law flagged Foster down. I don't have any experience delivering babies, and I just know if it's, if it's time to push, it's time to push and do the best that I can with what limited knowledge I have. Mother and baby are reportedly doing well. Thanks to our TV affiliates, WKYC in Cleveland, WBNS in Columbus, and WTOL in Toledo for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.